Hey guys, welcome back to Do Better. It's your hosts, Maggie J. Hunter and Carrie Ann. And we're so excited to be filming this episode. It has been <laughs> three months. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. Since we filmed our last one. Um, I know we posted it two days ago at the time of recording this, but um, we're very different people. No, if you saw like, our scheduling like like airing thing, it looks like we're on top of our shit. When in we're reality, not. we literally shot it. You know how long ago it was, Maggie? I it was thought before of, Maggie. Rush. I thought about it last night about how long ago it was. When we were, I was eighteen when we recorded it. Shut up. I'm nineteen. That's fucking weird, though. It was back Ew. in August. It was so long ago. Like it's yeah. like I was listening to it. I was like, I don't like that's not me. Like whoever. Well, like, it was literally before I went home. <laughs> <laughs> like I went home and I was still talking about it. Like I was editing it from. We have a lot of exposition to fill. There's in a on. lot. A lot that happened. Um, <laughs> we're different people, as I mentioned before. Yeah, what is it? The catalyst? Yeah, whoever those girls are in the, yeah, catalyst, the catalyst, that's not us. Everyone who, we got a lot of lovely feedback that was like, you guys oh have God. such good banter. You have such nice voices. These are so, so fun funny. No, we're that's not, not us. We're dead inside now. We're like completely jaded. Like, we're absolutely so demolished in you the know, worst ways. You know how I know that I was jaded? I woke up this morning, and I logged on to Twitter, and I saw, a like, a yassification meme. No. And I was like, get this out of my fucking sight. I don't want to look at this. I was like, what dumb bitch laughs at this? <laughs> Me. I know that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the dumb bitch. It's but, me. But the thing is, I know that I would have laughed at that a few months ago, but I just couldn't deal. Like, I just was like. Mm-hmm. No, because you're at your fucking wits end. Like, I'm at my wits end. Like, Maggie, We're like the other night, me. it was like, the, like three days before course selection. And I'm, we're, I'm sitting on Maggie's bed and it just goes quiet. And Maggie just starts crying out of nowhere. And it's literally something like straight out of like... Wait, when was this? Like right before course when we were in your room. Oh. Your room you started crying out of like just silently weeping. Carrie, I've cried so many times. <laughs> no, no, no. no. You, she starts about. crying. And I'm, it's like something straight out of like Big Little Lies. Like literally. Yeah, like You cannot me, tell me anything give different. Give me my fucking Emmy. No, she starts crying. And it's like this like, really emotional. It's really deep because she's crying and she's like... I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, well, Maggie, like, maybe... Reese Witherspoon, eat your heart out. Yeah, like, fucking Nicole Kidman, you don't I know. I can wrap a cardigan around my frail bones better than anybody. Any no, and she's just kind of like, well, Maggie, like, maybe... Like, maybe you should go home, like, you know, like, be with your mom, like, get your shit together or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I think I am. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to leave you alone. No, but you then I come back an hour later yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, bitch, I'm staying. Yeah, yeah. So she I <laughs> leave like, her I leave here. her alone and I'm eh. in my bed doing like course lecture or whatever. And she walks in, she's like completely fine. She's like, hey. I'm like, are you feeling better? And you're like, yeah, I'm staying. You're like, I'm gonna do one more Monday, one more hurrah. Like, I'm gonna stay. Like, I'm gonna just like see it out, Carrie. <laughs> and then and then we proceed to sit and do course registration for two hours. <laughs> and main... I literally thought it was the funniest thing ever. I was like, what is this bitch on? Like what is she is... doing? So basically for exposition, I'm gonna be super brutally honest right now. Like I went home earlier this semester because I have fucking terrible eating disorders and depression and i lost like a concerning amount of weight in a very small amount of time and i literally just 
was so fucking depressed that I had to go home to try to fix myself. And then I was like, ah, but I love Bucknell, so I want to come back. That was a bad idea. That was a really bad idea. I shouldn't have come back. And then when Carrie told me that I should have gone home, I should have gone home. But the thing is that I love Carrie so much and I love Bucknell so much that I was like... I'm going to give it another shot. Like, I'm going to stay. And Girl. that was like, I should have gone home. No, Because the thing is, I... Maggie needs to go to, like, a chiropractor and get, like, her neck, like, like <laughs> back into place or some shit. Like, she needs, like, <laughs> she needs, like, a 30-day, like, spa retreat where she just, like, has a facial. Oh, my God. That would be And drinks, so like, nice. cucumber water. Ugh, it I hasn't, would love some cucumber Yeah, it hasn't water. been... It hasn't been, like, the smoothest boat ride for Maggie. It hasn't been for Carrie either. Both of us, <laughs> it hasn't been for me. Both of us, both of us have been dying. I know that this episode kind of sucks. I think first of all, maybe the title will be different. But right now, we're thinking it'll be called "Look What You Made Us Do" because we're both in our reputation era. Carrie's not the biggest Swifty, but I think I Maggie's am. ahead of me a little bit, and that she is like Taylor when "Look What You Made Me Do" just dropped. Yeah, I'm her when she went radio silent for a You're year. You're bleachella Taylor. You're like when she bleached her hair and then Kanye West leaked the video and then she just disappeared. I'm like coming back out of my shell a little bit, but no, I'm, I'm still not stable. Like, I literally feel like someone took a hammer and just like took my brain out of my skull and just brute like beat the shit out of it and put it back in the way too and i i do again want to apologize to our loyal fan base of three people and becky floodtide is listening i know sunny Sunny ann and my mom's friend laura hi laura hi laura we love you um i like i know that this episode it's not as fun on the surface as our last one but it's just because we're not having as much fun. <laughs> we're not happy people. Like, I think that people see... Here's a here's an analogy my my dad gave me. And this is... This is a fucking good This one. is the funniest analogy ever. So, I was on the phone with my dad. And he's, like, the wise... He's not the wisest... I want to say he's the wisest man ever, but he he's... He's pretty wise. He is pretty Sunny, we solid. Love you. He has solid advice and commentary. He really does. And that he doesn't give a fuck. But... He literally, I'm on the phone with him, like, my life is so difficult. I'm like, this is so hard. And my dad is like, Carrie, like, you and Maggie, when I think of the two of you, I think of two, like, little butterflies (laughs) who fly around and you guys are, like, butterflies. He goes, when the weather is perfect, when everything is amazing, when the condition is perfect, you guys are these two beautiful, glowing, happy little butterflies. And you guys are just glistening like beautiful butterflies but the second there's like drizzle or thunder or wind or it's gray you two literally freak out and you just it's everything is a disaster you catastrophize it's the end of the fucking world and he literally is like and i don't get it he's like you he's like the only way that you can be happy carrie is if everything around you is perfect and that's not possible because that's not life, which I understand. But Ugh. the whole analogy with me and Maggie as these two little butterflies. It's so accurate. was the funniest thing ever. Well, because I think the thing is... Because it's like, so accurate. During, during the recording of The Catalyst, we 
were butterflies there was like a cloud in the sky like danger was approaching but we were like you know what we got this and then and then it fucking like the storm started like fucking (laughs) it was destroying our wings it was a fucking hurricane like it wasn't even a rain it was was a a fucking tornado it was a typhoon a typhoon typhoon. (laughs) it was an earthquake being honest it's still kind of a typhoon but we're in like a better place now just because I don't wake up and hate myself every day. I'm I'm admitting this. Like, I mean, again, I have to remind myself that no one's listening to this. That's the good thing. But anyways, um, it was really bad. And I think the thing about the butterfly analogy is it is accurate because the second that... Excuse me? Okay, I don't know if the audio can pick up on that. Someone's talking about basketball out there. yelling in the... I don't know. We can't, we can't let them yuck our yum, though. We gotta keep going. What the fuck is that statement? My mom says that. What? You can't yuck our yum? Becky Flood Tide says that. Yuck our yum? Yeah, like our yum, like, That's mm, such like an yummy. Ag- Why does that sound like such an like, <laughs> aggressive statement? I think it's the wise. Because it is. Yucking it yum. Because be. you're yucking our yum. Anyway, <laughs> we can't... Okay, to quote Rachel Berry, my favorite... My least favorite alternate dimension version of myself. We can't let anyone rain on our parade right now. Mostly because we don't have a parade. Because it's just us. (laughs) No, I feel like... I feel like everything goes perfectly fine. But, like, the second there's a little bump, we freak out. Or for me, that's the case. There are so many bumps. bumps. I was on the phone with my dad. Like... (laughs) two nights ago like saturday night i didn't go out i was just like on the phone with my dad like crying and he literally was like carrie like let me put this in perspective of your life he goes you go to a good school i'm like is it he's like you go to a good school Wait, it is it is we're admissions ambassadors stop it's don't a say very good school <laughs> why are you outing <laughs> i love bucknell no he's like you go to i do he's no. like you go to a good school we do you have very good friends um you have it's parents me. he's like you have parents that are a 16 hour flight away so we don't bother you because you don't have your parents on your back we literally don't exist in your brain essentially you have an unlimited resource of anything that you need he's like what about your life is so difficult and it put everything in perspective for me you know and what like, the- i'm very grateful of everything i have like i'm very privileged like i'm yeah that's immensely a good privileged so I'm, that's what I try to, like, put myself into perspective when, like, something goes wrong for me because a lot of stuff has gone wrong for me. If anything could go wrong, it has all happened to me in some degree. And so because of it, I think that keeps me grounded because I'm like, yeah, all these bad stuff happens and all these, like, horrible things occur. But at the end of the day, look at all these other positives. And that's what I'm clinging on to. Well, that's what I'm trying. Like, I'm trying to cling on you have to a, it. You have a very optimistic outlook, though. I'm trying, but also at the same time, I don't, because I'm a cynic. Oh, the, uh, you know what? Sorry, this is very scatterbrained, but the one thing we should address. Address? address. Okay, English. The one thing we should address is that um, we know that our mic quality was terrible on the last episode. We've had a lot of critique about it. Everyone and their mothers Literally. have complained about it. Literally. My, my the dad. The six people who listened to it were all like, your mic quality was terrible. Carrie we're sounds like she's... Aware. Carrie's... Like, what is... A, my dad literally was like, Carrie, I can't hear you. I'm like, it sorry. Like Maggie sounds like she's interviewing you. And I was like, kind it's, of the... Well, it's the audio. Rip. The, the, main, the main issue is that... Um, 
I want to flex for a minute, but it's not going to look good in comparison. I do have an audio engineering certificate from the Clive Davis <laughs> Institute of Recording Music at NYU. You would not know that from that last episode. Every time Maggie runs into something she doesn't know how to fix or do, she literally just goes, I took a class at NYU for this, and I I don't know what I'm doing. I took multiple classes at NYU. And I'm just like, and I feel so useless, because Maggie's sitting there with her computer, like, Freddie Bensoning, (laughs) and I'm sitting next to her, like, I don't know how to help you, and I'm, like, Googling on my phone, and it's just, like, YouTube tutorials, and they don't answer our questions. And I'm, like, desperately trying to remember the, like, Grammy award-winning faculty who told me... Grammy award-winning Who told me how to use Logic and how to use microphones. I've never... I've never been tech-savvy. Like, I'm sorry. But last time... Basically, the issue is that I apparently accidentally recorded it in stereo instead of... Yeah, see? But Maggie, you're good because I don't even know what that means. Yeah. So you're carrying us. I'm figuring it out. So... I'm the Freddie Benson. You're like, you're like the, I you do like, all of I feel the, like, you know, here's the thing. We're both the Carly. You're the Sam. I'm you're the, the Freddie. Freddie. We're both Spencer. And we figure, we're, <laughs> we're both Spencer. We're both Spencer Shay. <laughs> Maybe that should be our big thing. I'm Tebow. You're Miss Benson. <laughs> no, I'm the fucking teacher who had an obsession with. I'm the doorman. <laughs> What's his name? With the wart? Carrie, why are you asking me? They blew the muffin gift bag. And then he got injured, and then he dated Miss Benson, and that was the entire episode. I don't remember that. Dan Schneider was on, like, crack. Dan Schneider's a pedophile. He's literally a pedophile. (laughs) No, he is. Wait, okay, we're getting way too off track, though. What were we talking about? Our Your trauma. Our trauma. (laughs) Yeah, so... So... The issue is, I'll I'll discuss my issues first, and then you can decide what you want to disclose. Yeah, I can decide which ones I want to pick. Which ones you want to share. (laughs) My things are basically, um, I've been, like, very anorexic since I was, like, 10 years old, and I had it under control, and then I didn't. And then for the um, safety of other listeners who might struggle from these issues i'm not going to give specifics because that doesn't help anyone and it especially doesn't help me but mid-september i had a like a really bad scare um and so i went home and i got treatment and i started eating again and that was good and then i came back and i entered into a severe depressive psychological episode instead um so that was kind of my issue I'm like mostly out of it now but also I like have gone to one class this week so far no that's good it's It's so much better than zero it's so much better than I did not go to class for like two months like it was bad anyways that's my issue so I've been um struggling with a number of things I'm improving slowly. I And what I was going to get at is that I still don't know that it's the healthiest choice for me to come back after Thanksgiving break, but Pete Davidson will be performing December 2nd. Don't <laughs> on, don't on um, I'm currently watching his Netflix special right now. It's obviously paused for your consideration, but I'm a big Pete Davidson fan. So that's honestly the only reason why I'm 
why I'm going to return to campus at this point because I need to see my mans. I may go home after. No, but same. Because you want to just come back no, to Connecticut our, me our friends were like, Carrie, I didn't know if you were going to come back, but the second they heard Pete Davis, I was going like, oh, Carrie's <laughs> saying. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like, two plus two is four. I think the new game plan is literally we come back, watch the Pete Davidson show, and then Because he, he comes, like, the 23rd or something. He comes in, the, like, right when we come back. Yeah. It's, like, the first weekend after so we come back we to campus. So, for, like, we stay for, like, No, literally, we go. I leave days. the next day. I fly out. I'm, I'll like, literally bye. do that. Again, you can literally come crash at my house until your Carrie flight. Connecticut. We're, okay, so we're formulating this plan. Genuine offer, like... We can come back to campus, watch Pete Davidson's show, and then go home because I don't want to be here. Again, nothing against Bucknell. It's just me. I cannot fucking do this anymore. I think it's just everything. I feel like it's just like me against like the weight of the planet. Yeah, you tell your side. Okay, so I don't even know how to like, I don't even. The thing with mine is that I don't even know how much information I can divulge legally like just like legally and like constitutionally because that's the thing though you're laughing like i don't know like can i I'm just la- i'm just laughing because we're both in such hot shit right now yeah but no. yours has legal guys no mine literally like, they could pull this up in court and be like look at these look at her divulging into this and, I'm like, and that would be so embarrassing like it would literally be this fucking dumb podcast like i could get sued like we could legitimately get sued for this we could get sued and the court document that they would pull up would be fucking Paris Hilton stars are blind. No, it's our like Instagram and it's like you and me like green screen with Paris and Nicole in your floor. But it's camp. It's camp. Oh, that's wait very quickly before you continue. That's the other thing. That's the other disclaimer we wanted to add. We know (laughs) that we sound vapid as fuck. That's the point. That's the point. It's camp. It's comedy. It's looking camp in the eye as Carly Kloss never could have. She never could have done what we're doing right now. Yeah, I think... It's all comedy. Anyways, think, continue with your point. I just don't no, want people so, to think that we're vapid I and think, sip it. So monsters. something happened, and it's taken a lot of my time and my energy and my effort, and it's just completely exhausted me of all my mental resources to the point where I don't feel like me anymore. Like, I just don't want to do anything. I sit in my room, I go on Hulu, and I watch, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Comfort show. And that's all I do. And I eat soup, and I eat rice that my mom sent me. And that's all that I legitimately do anymore. And I don't really... It's just been really hard. It's been tough, like, not gonna lie. Um, But that's life. I think that's just how things roll out to be. And there's really nothing wrong with that, because I feel like a big part of life is just... I think the whole point of life is to be is to learn not learn like book learn or academic learn but I think learn in terms of how to deal with things how to cope with things how to deal with people assess situations and that's what I'm doing motherfucker and I'm trying my best am I good at it no because I'm fucking I'm 19 freshly 19 yeah very new very new very new I've been 19 for barely I'm not even a month and I I'm just grasping onto straws and things. And I've dealt with a lot of things that like, goes. yeah, like health stuff. And I've, it's, I've just been feeling really worthless, but I'm trying and I'm here and I'm honestly, I'm in a really good place right now. I feel like, I mean, I'm not doing my work. I'm not really going to class. <laughs> you so know what? Maybe, Bare minimum. Maybe we're not showering in, maybe every not morning. Maybe not in that realm, but like I'm figuring out what I want to do and what I want to major in. 
and it's making me feel a lot better about myself and I'm in a really good place right now I feel like mentally I'm in a lot better place than I was yeah thank you I'm in a better place than I was a fucking month ago that's for sure a month ago I was in hell literal like the month of August and the month of October I was just in a pit it was just yeah horrible but I'm better now November is coming it's here I think First of all, okay, I've never actually watched Game of Thrones. I've been told by people that I should. It's so good. I've been told that, like, winter is coming is a bad thing. But so the fact that you just said November is coming to me seems kind of ironic, but whatever. Anyways, I think last night. So, oh, you know, first, first good update of the special. Carrie and I ended up joining the same sorority yeah oh my god which that is was, it's that was recorded actually, before recruitment yeah we had not updated anyone we did not know where we were gonna go at that point we went to a sorority whose name we will not disclose for legal reasons but they're fucking great they're fantastic they're as good they're as a sorority can be and i have some issues with greek life but this sorority in particular I do love every single person I've met through it, but we were at this Thanksgiving dinner that we had for the sorority last night, and we were talking with some some sisters, some members, <laughs> and and we were like, it's all caricature development, like it's all good, it and is. they were looking at us in a very concerning way, which makes sense, but I think the thing is, we have had a lot of character development this semester. Yeah, and I think that's just a part of growing up. It is. Talk to any adult in their like late twenties. Talk 20s. to Lord. Listen yeah. to Lord's albums. Listen to her album. Listen, listen to, to melodrama. Listen to Pure Heroin. Pure Heroin. Um, this is such a subject. Pure Heroin is one of the greatest albums. Oh, absolutely. In the past twenty years. Agreed. Every song on that album so good is not skippable. It's Greek Tennis tragedy. Court. Ribs. Plus teenage suffering, yeah, and that love is club. everything I'm They're all great. Love Club. There's um, million dollar bills. Mm-hmm. That all album great. is fantastic. She's a genius. Lords are lords are lord. And yeah, savior, but right? again, I think it is a part of growing up because if you talk to anyone in their 30s or their late 20s or their 40s or 50s or whatever, if you talk to anyone that's past the age of 25, they all have shit. They all have baggage or a skeleton in their closet. They all have something that they had to deal with and overcome. Mm-hmm. And so a part of me feels like it is a part of growing up. And my mom and my aunt put it into perspective of like, Carrie, everyone faces shit in their lives. And by the time they're 35, everyone has something. Carrie, with you and maybe with your friends, you guys are just facing it now and you're facing it earlier. And facing it earlier is better than facing it later because that means they're trying to keep me optimistic. So maybe later on, everything will kind of be better. I that is the so. only reason I'm still in college. If they, yeah. if I didn't have that information divulged to me, I think I fully would have dropped out and I would be back in Hong Kong with my dad, like eating a grilled cheese every morning and just like lying in my bed yeah. and doing nothing. I think I know that co-host Carrie Ann does not appreciate sentiment in this way, Stop. but genuinely... I do not think I'd be here if it weren't for her. Like, genuinely. Not you would be here. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. No, I would I would have gone home. And I would have... <laughs> and you know what? Maybe this is a better thing. Like, maybe I would be cozied up in my bed with my fucking cute little dog on my thigh and stuff. Like, maybe I... But you know what? I came back because of my fucking Carrie Ann. 
And that really says something. And that says something about us trying to do better. Um, <laughs> no, because here's the thing. We are trying to do better. And we I feel are. like this podcast, as much as a shit show it is, and the fact that Maggie are not people you should take seriously. Please we, don't. We are genuinely trying to do better. Yeah. And you know what? I went to my... my <laughs> I had to... So, each semester here at the lovely Bucknell University, you take four courses. I had to take three this semester because I withdrew from one because I was not mentally stable enough to take four. And so I went to the professor of one of my three courses and she looked at my sad, pitiful eyes and went, you know what? I can tell that you're really trying and that's what matters. And I was like, it you is. know what, bitch? I am trying. And I think that's the thing. Because you are. As, and I do have to, I, as I, I gave Carrie a disclaimer at the beginning of this, I will have to discuss Taylor, Allison Swift very briefly. But... She is my fucking mom. Let it out right now. She, I'm letting it out right now. Yeah, she's, let it out right she's now. She's my second mom. Like, my my actual birth mom is the best. But Taylor Allison Swift has raised me in many ways. And she has a song called This Is Me Trying. And <laughs> this is me trying, bitch. I'm trying so hard. And I know it doesn't look like that. Because, again, I'm like, mm, today, you know what? My bed feels comfier than literally anything else in the world. So I'm not going to leave it. That doesn't look like trying to functional healthy people. I'm not a functional healthy person right now, though. So you know what? This is me trying. And my professor, when she said yes. that, kind of made me cry a little bit. Because I was like, you know what? At least you're noticing. And anyways, to bridge over to what I need to say, what I need to get out of my system very quickly is um, Red Taylor's version dropped on Friday and it did change my life. This was the album that made me a Taylor Swift fan. I was I was always a Taylor Swift fan since like Love Story came out. But this album, like I became a type of fan where I would take a bullet for her rather than continue to go on with my own life and I stand by this claim Red Taylor's version is magnificent her short film made me question everything in my reality um it's a very (laughs) good album please listen to it it has um I will not I I won't lie it has kind of contributed to a second slope into a depressive decline but in the best fucking way possible because this album's great anyways that's my i just needed to say that because it wouldn't be a do better podcast without me professing my love for taylor Taylor allison swift yeah so there we go that's it okay yeah so that is basically maggie and i the past since the last time we recorded the episode Mm -hmm. we've not been in the best spot but this is a good transition for hot takes and you know what the main, yeah. the bare minimum is we are doing better. Um, <laughs> doing? Do, X-I-N-G. Doing. The French way. Doing. Doing. Lily Rose Depp. New. Serving French. Nous avons doing. Yeah. So hot taste. I took French for seven years. I did not just speak. I took Chinese for seven years. I Look can't speak us. it. Yes. <laughs> do better. Do better. Do better. Yeah. Go do to better. your classes. Yeah. Go to your classes, unlike us. So time for... Take our advice. Yeah. Hot yeah. takes. Hot takes. Here's my hot take. I don't like Ben Affleck. Oh. I don't know that I have enough 
expertise to have an opinion I don't have enough this. expertise, but I don't care. Because you know here's, what? Let's go for it. Here's why I like Ben Affleck. I just don't like his vibes and that, like, he's too much. I don't like his tattoo on his back. It's too much. He I don't a tattoo like, on his back. He, have you seen it? No. You're literally going to die, Maggie. I didn't know it's about the this. Hide- it's Show so, me the tattoo. Okay. It's the most hideous thing on, like, planet Earth. What's the tattoo? We also have to he talk has, like, a about phoenix. what the tattoo A phoenix. It's, like, a huge back tattoo. Like, <gasps> like what? I don't, okay. think, I don't think he deserves Jennifer Dear Lopez. Dear viewers, if you're listening to this and you haven't <clears throat> seen his tattoo, look that Google up. Because it right now. It is a monstrosity. I don't like him. He just gives me the biggest vibes of, like... He's totally the type of person to, like, under-tip a waiter. Oh, he yeah. He is so the type of person to be, like, just a complete asshole to you. I just don't like his face. He was, he's a great actor. I think he's talented. I'm not taking away his talent and that, like, he was in Goodwill Hunting. He was great in it. He, he like, was. He, he wrote this with Matt Damon. I respect it. It's a it. fucking great movie. I res- I Can love- we watch that tonight? Yeah, we should. <laughs> I love Goodwill Hunting. It's I love- so good. It's a great movie. Um, I think... His movies are amazing. I like him in Goodwill Hunting. I think it's great that he produced Argo, wrote like one best picture, like good for him. Congratulations. He's great in Gone Girl. But I think the only reason I like him in Gone Girl is because he literally fits the mold of what I think he is. It's the Beanie Feldstein issue. Yeah, you don't like Beanie Feldstein. Because I don't like Ben Affleck. Because she plays the annoying bitch too well, and he plays the absent husband no he literally i feel like i just get that from him though like like he cheated on jennifer garner with their nanny and i love jennifer garner okay maybe it's because of 13 going on 30 i don't know but she just seems like the type of person who would call out someone for being offensive or racist oh she absolutely at a supermarket like even if she wasn't famous she's a white woman who ages like like she wine. Did, she aged. She's so not well. milk. She's you, wine. She aged really well though. Here's my thing. Cause I everything you just said, yes, I agree with in hindsight, but I had no clue <laughs> about that before. I don't know anything about his career. To be honest, Goodwill Hunting, one of my top ten favorite films. It's a great movie. I forgot he was in it though, if we're being honest. Yeah, because you know why? Because it's Ben Affleck. He's so And first of all, his brother's a rapist. Casey Casey Affleck Affleck is a fucking rapist. Casey Affleck is a full-on rapist. But anyways, so when you say Ben Affleck to me, I just think, fucked the nanny and Jennifer Garner's fucking stupid-ass ex who did not deserve her and lost her the second that that came to light. You know? Like, I don't think of him as a person i literally just think of him in relation to jennifer garner as i should because she's a fucking queen 13 going her. on 30s like what has she done wrong films. except for Nothing. maybe and maybe except for like cheating maybe cheating on scott foley you know way too much about these i people. know a lot i know a lot about like i don't know about no these reason. people no but here's my thing with ben affleck he's so boston which is fine but he's aggressively boston and I have a fear against people from Boston. Like, maybe because I associate Boston with, like, Mark Wahlberg. And Mark Wahlberg literally, like, fully he's is a... He's a fucking racist. He's a raging racist. Like, he can He sit, tried to lynch a kid. Did anyone... Yeah. I hope he that literally has said, like, he, him and his friends, viewers. like, when they were 15, they literally, like, chased down, like, a black kid and, like, said yeah. slurs. And then he also fully beat, like, a Viet man. And then he's, like... 
ah, that's he's, you. Yeah, yeah. He made one statement being like, it's I like was a kid. It's like when you were 15, were you... I hate Were him. you trying to lynch people when and you like, were 15? When I was 15, I was learning Taylor Swift songs in my bedroom. When I was 15, I was fucking, like, crossing the border. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, Mark Wahlberg? He's trying to lynch people. No, he full on... He's a fucking was, racist. Has the worst past. He's horrible. And I associate bot... Like, why are the... Like, the most problematic... Like... Mark Wahlberg, like I just don't like him. Yeah, and you know what? He's Everyone's... great in Boogie Nights, and I love Boogie Nights. Like Dirk Diggler eats, but like I just can't with Mark Wahlberg. I think my thing with Mark Wahlberg is everyone's like, yeah, he was racist, but he was fifteen. Everyone's like, ah, but Wahlbergers. I'm like, you know what? What have the Five Guys ever done to you? Have the Five Guys ever tried <laughs> to lynch a man? I don't think they have. Because they're the Five Guys. No, you're right. The worst thing they've done is offer peanuts in the lobby of their of their yeah. restaurants when maybe someone has peanut allergies. No. Mark Wahlberg tried to lynch someone. Mark Wahlberg has literally been actively racist. Like, act, like he's performed it. Like, Genuinely. Not by just being like, fuck these people. He has, but, like, he's tried to kill he's someone. caused harm. Because of their race. Like, why does he still have a... Like, I don't get, like, why. Because he apologized, was, like, one That's time. That's another game. And, like, his late... Like, when he was, like, what? Like, in his 30s? I don't know the facts of this. I don't either. So, I don't want to, like, talk we're not, on We're not, behalf. like, super well-versed to speak about this. We're but not. fuck him anyways. No, I don't like Mark Wahlberg. I don't like Mark Wahlberg. I don't like Ben Affleck. Matt Damon, I'm on the fence about... Especially after, like... What's Matt Damon done? Just the Harvey Weinstein incident. Oh, like, they interviewed I him with George wait. Clooney <gasps> on, like... It was wait, like George good, Clooney? Wait, was, I didn't know about either of no, these No, no, things. no. They're just, like, asking Mark about Harvey Weinstein Mark, and stuff like that. you say that like he's your friend. I do not. Fuck. Mark. I don't give a fuck. But, like, no. Matt Damon. Sorry. I'm getting confused. Mm-hmm. But Matt Damon, they literally asked him, like, did you know about it? And Matt Damon was like, well, I knew Harvey was, like, an asshole. I knew he was kind of, like, you know, like, he has, like, dickish tendencies or whatever. And, like, he was getting with all these women, and he'd brag about it. But he's like, I had no idea about the abuse. I'm like, bullshit, you knew about the abuse. Uh, first of all, again, I didn't fucking know about Matt Damon until this minute. But if you're friends with Harvey Weinstein, you know he's a fucking rapist. Everyone knew. Everyone fucking Everyone knew. knew. There's a video on YouTube where it's, like, to, like, a little orchestral symphony. And it's an edit of all these celebrities thanking Harvey Weinstein, saying that he's a god. Meryl Streep said he was a god. All these Not people were like, Street. I love him. And that's like, like, I don't know. But essentially, my thing with Matt Damon is not even the fact that, like, it's that and the fact that how he broke up with Minnie Driver, who also was in Goodwill Hunting. Wait. You know I broke, didn't know they dated. You know how he broke up? They dated. You know how he broke up with Wait, her? Wait, how did he? He was on Oprah or some interview. I think it was Oprah. And Oprah was like, oh, like, your relationship, whatever. He's like, yeah, I'm single. <gasps> Minnie Driver and him apparently we're still dating at the time and that's how she found out okay wait because i've watched i've watched okay so first of all introducing not right now but our next guest star in episode three will be the iconic bella dragon she Hopefully, is yeah. she's the third in our little pod of friendship she's our third i've P. watched i've watched goodwill hunting with both you and bella i can't remember if it was you or her who fucking hated mini driver it was bella okay bella, bella hates, bella hates mini driver. driver first of all we should make that her hot take we'll see how that goes but i have never had an issue with her i don't either but i remember watching goodwill hunting with her and she was like fuck mini driver and i didn't know that 
But Minnie Driver, I think she I love seems her. like a good person. I love her name. She was in Ella Enchanted. I think that's why I like her. Because she was Because she was so Ella sweet. Enchanted. Her name is Minnie Driver. Like, get but the fuck out of here. he broke up with her by saying they never He literally dated. was on national TV and he said something about, like, I'm single. And that- Minnie Driver had no clue. Mm. And I'm literally, like, that is asshole moves. Like, that's some Jake Gyllenhaal shit. That is. That's some fucking and Red Taylor's version That's why, shit. like, the whole trifecta fucking. of, like, Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck, and Matt Damon makes me literally want to squirm. Because I don't like Ben Affleck. I think Ben Affleck, I just don't, I don't think he's not talented. I don't like him as Batman. Who the fuck made that decision? I haven't seen that movie. I haven't either. But just from the stills, Just on principle. Just on, like, the fact that, like... The ju- like the whole like DC whatever the fuck that is that's terrible. That's what I'm excited for the Robert Pattinson version of Batman because I think and I like the mm-hmm. fact that Zoe um, Zoe Kravitz is in it because she did you know this that she did an interview like a while ago when she was in the original lineup for being in like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies mm-hmm. and let me see something really quickly the Christopher no, Nolan. Like, the Dark Knight trilogy is what is amazing. It's good. It is the pinnacle. It's very good. amazing. Like, no superhero film. It's like film. the, yeah. like, match between cinema and superhero yeah. Marvel cinema. trumps DC in film. Like, of mm-hmm. course. But if you looked at it as an overall landscape of the superhero oh, film yeah. land, Christopher Nolan tops Christopher all. Nolan making those Dark Knight films trumps every superhero yeah. film ever. Well, and I'm saying that, too, as, just for context... I am a die-hard Marvel person. Like, I have seen every single Marvel movie since Captain America, the first Avenger, in theaters on opening day with my father. Like, it is, for some reason, it's a big family tradition. I'm a big Marvel fangirl. Not in an incel way, but just in, like, a hot bitch, like, appreciates her superhero shit type way. But I genuinely, like... Marvel, for me, one of the best cinematic universes. That being said, Christopher Nolan, Batman, still top Those it. three films like, top by far. anything Marvel has any done. Yeah. Even though I like Marvel better. And everything else that Marvel has done is better than anything that DC, DC has, has done. done with Warner Brothers. But Christopher Nolan is the exception. Yeah. Anyways, my whole thing with Christopher Nolan is that like they're casting for Catwoman and Zoe Kravitz auditioned, I think. I don't know if this is correct. Don't like put me like on the Bible for it. Yeah. But they're like, oh, we're not looking for anything, like, urban. <gasps> That's what the casting director told Zoe fucking they said Kravitz. That? Yeah. Zoe Kravitz, who's fucking so talented. She's a nepotism baby, but I frankly don't no, care. No, she's... You don't care about Ben Platt being a nepo baby? I don't care about Zoe Kravitz, because she's genuinely no, so well, talented. No, well, I mean, the thing is, I do, I do care a little bit about Ben Platt. But the thing is, I'm going to call it for what it is, because I feel like a lot of people are not going to... I feel like a lot of people don't say this, but they fucking should. And I'm not saying that it makes me, like, a genius for saying this. <laughs> but that's just fucking anti-blackness. No, like, genuinely. it is. I think the term, when people use the term urban, I don't think it refers to a city. I don't think it, it refers, refers to being black. It, yeah, I don't think it refers to, like, cities. I don't think it refers to, like, metropolises or, like, anything. I think it strictly yeah. refers to black people. Mm-hmm. And maybe even when they use it in other contexts, like other people of color, yeah. like Hispanics or Latinas. Or yeah. Like, that's Absolutely. my opinion. because It refers to anything that's not <coughs> white, but specifically anti-blackness. Okay, so we know that we cut off really suddenly from that last topic, but what actually happened is we ended up going down a two-hour-long rabbit hole of discussing 
every single issue with racism in America. Well, not every single, because it would be a lot longer than two hours. But we hit a lot of topics before piecing out to go get some dinner. And then we kind of just sat around and ate some cereal for a while. Um, and we will address these... Girl, sorry. <laughs> it's going to pick up the water. I'm sorry. Part. I'm so thirsty. It's okay. I'm literally going to dehydrate. Like, I can't blame you. It's okay. Wither away. It's continue, okay. That's pretty, it's an ASMR moment. Continue. So um, sorry. I'm really good. Keep good. talking. You're good. Shit. You're messing up my Clive Davis Institute of Recording <laughs> Music at NYU <laughs> Technology. You're Britta. Yeah. All right. Continue. Anyways, um, we will address those issues in a future episode, but it was too much to unpack. So instead, we're going to switch gears real quick to talk about the fact that at the moment of recording, it is November 17th. Again, no guarantees on when this will be up, depending on how long it took our last one to get up, but hopefully like tomorrow. maybe. Yeah. Cons- like, for us, concerning the two of us right now, this is like a Thanksgiving special. Yeah. It's the second right episode. And it's already like themed. Yeah. It's, it's happy Thanksgiving. So we wanted to talk about the disappointing lack of Thanksgiving representation in media. Um, off the top of my head, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, fucking fantastic. Like it's amazing. Um, I watch it every year nice. for breakfast every year. On Thanksgiving, we make the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving meal with the milkshakes, with the jelly beans, the popcorn, the toast, and we eat that while we watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade. You just triggered the deepest memory in my brain Wait, right now. Wait, what? Share. Of the meal. Yeah. But the only reason I know of that, I've never seen the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special, but there was this show on the Food Network called the Food Network Challenge. And so they get like the Did greatest. Did Buddy Velastro no. host? <laughs> it was just like this really obscure cooking show. Okay. And like they get the best bakers in America and like the theme was Thanksgiving. And they said, take a scene from Charlie Brown Thanksgiving and make this cake, the scene out of cake. And one of the fucking people who won that episode made the scene when they're all eating the food. Wait, that's sick. That's the only reason why I know. Holy crap, you just triggered a... I didn't realize that that was from Charlie Brown. I just, like... This also just, like, triggered another memory, but I remember for my... I think it was my 7th or 8th grade home ec class, one of our, like, our our final for the semester was to make, like, Thanksgiving or, like, one dish at Thanksgiving. And I needed to be... I needed to be not like other girls. Like, I needed to be different. So I just made the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving meal. Like, it was the most half-assed thing. Like, I made stove popcorn... That's so sweet. I gave up on the milkshakes because I didn't want to do it, so we just bought some and then just poured them into glasses. I got, like, a 110 on that assignment because I applied for extra credit, too, and she was like, it's so creative. But it lit- I did nothing. Anyways, so Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, good. The Friends episodes, again, Friends, not a critically acclaimed show, but you know what? Warm and fuzzy, fun. Yeah, I think Friends does have the best Thanksgiving The Thanksgiving, it's like There's, how, like, multiple ones that are all really good. Yeah. Like, the football one. The Chandler in a Box. Chandler in a Box. Um, the, the one where Rachel makes half the shepherd's pie. pie half the the one with Brad Pitt. That yeah, was iconic. Yeah, the one with Reese Witherspoon. The one when, um, oh, with, um, um, Christina Applegate. When yeah. she comes mm-hmm. with Monica's, like, china plates that she uses yeah. for her wedding. And then when, it's, like, an earlier one when Rachel and Monica get locked out. The one with Ross's sandwich. 
Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. And then when Ra- Ra- um, Rachel and Monica get locked out, and then they argue about why. Yeah. <laughs> and then all everything just goes to shit. There's good things. Because like the episodes. thing is, I feel like certain shows have certain specialties. Like, in my opinion, I can't say like verifiably the best, but I think, for example, that Pretty Little Liars fucking killed Halloween every year. Like, there are certain shows where certain holidays are good on them and they have great specials and i just think that thanksgiving belongs to friends but outside of that there's a disappointing lack of other representation so we were mulling it over and we to figure out what to discuss came up with um a little ditty called let's have a kiki slash it's turkey lurkey time I'm gonna jump out the window from <laughs> season four of glee now, if you have not seen this, if you're not a gleek, if you're not a loser like me... <laughs> you're not a minority. <laughs> yeah, we're all minorities. We're in the glee club. Um, if, if you're not a lima loser... <laughs> Stop! Then you might not know of this episode, but basically the premise is that um, Kurt Hummel just moves to New York with no job or collegiate prospects, picks up a job at Vogue... Because Sarah, he has little outfits. And he has, like, a little hippo. Like, <laughs> the brooch. Yeah, he has a hippo brooch. <laughs> and Sarah Jessica Parker is basically, in, in the Glee cinematic universe, she's, like, the Anna Wintour of Vogue Glee edition. So Sarah Jessica Parker is his boss, and for some reason she's not busy on Thanksgiving, so they invite them over to their $1,800 loft in Bushwick. In Bushwick. It's so random. Um, where they have a two-person bike. And Sarah Jessica Parker no sings a combination of, let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. And then, um, it's tricky lucky time. That's Rachel's part. Because um, she has to be that bitch. This if, is now where we've done two episodes and we've referenced Rachel Berry twice. Now she lives you, rent-free. If you replace the name of Rachel and Kurt with Maggie and Carrie, like, like that is a completely realistic prospect. That's so us, mean to me, though. Of us just spending, not oh. you as Rachel, but, like, if you, like, took them out, like, cut them out and you just pasted us into it, of that scenario of singing... Of just like it's having things, yeah, time. of having like Thanksgiving together, and we're like, let's have a mashup, like let's Google a mashup. You know what? I would fucking love <laughs> for in like three years' time for me to be getting verbally abused by Kate Hudson on a daily basis, and for you to invite Sarah Jessica Parker over for Thanksgiving dinner at our eighteen hundred dollar loft in Bushwick. in Bushwick with our two person bike. I would fucking love that. <laughs> That is, that's the, that's when we get back onto the good timeline, I think. We're on the bad timeline. That's I think in time. order for the good li- good timeline to be accessed, I have to leave this country. No. <laughs> I have to leave the soil, like, I think fully. for the good timeline to be accessed, it just has to be turkey lurkey time. <laughs> we just have to have a kiki. <laughs> Lock the doors. Tight. <laughs> Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. <laughs> I think we're, we're coming up on it. I also realized that because cause Carrie, again, our third P in our pod, she's Bella, Bella Dragone, lives about 15 minutes away from me. So Carrie's staying with her over Thanksgiving break. We're kind of doing a trio split custody agreement. I think you should come. Oh, wait, I'm going to be on Cape Cod. Never mind. I was going to say that you should come over for our for my Thanksgiving breakfast, especially because I just found out that my mom's coworker. Her dad is Santa. 
Like she texted me like my Shut coworker's up. dad is no Santa, way. and I was Are like, "Are you serious?" No, apparently that is so cool. I was like, "Why do I care like about some person's dad looking like Santa or like being a mall Santa?" No, he's the Thanksgiving Day Parade Santa. He's the Macy's. I think Santa. I think if I just sat on That's his lap flex. and just told him everything I wanted, it would genuinely Ugh. come true. Like All that of my is the most. Would- just that's the most powerful like disappear. manifestation tool everyone's like i don't chase yeah i attract like no fuck forget that. the crystals i'm sitting on forget the candles I'm that sitting, i bought at whole foods for 20 dollars each yeah i'm sitting on macy's santa claus yeah my mom's co-worker's dad's lap i'd do it yeah i need it but only if sarah jessica parker is singing let's have a key <laughs> What about Leah Michelle? You're like, I don't it's care. It's tricky lucky time. I'd rather die than have her sing that in my ear. She's a celebrity I'm genuinely terrified to meet. I'm sc- I feel like she- she'd shove kale down my throat, then spit on me. Like, when the allegations came out that she was, like, was racist and did a ton of, like, microaggressions, I'm like, yeah, I could totally see that for her. I don't think the fact that it's because she's racist. I just think she's a horrible person all around. I, she's yeah. horrible to everyone. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's... And you know what? In a way, because we've talked about this before with Glee, in a way that's why Glee worked, because it didn't target specific people, like it targeted everyone. It, but in a yes, it was fucked up a lot of the time, but it was still mostly comedic. But Leah Michelle's like the chaotic evil version of that, like she targets everyone, but like actually in a hostile and terrible way. Um. Also, I was gonna say that. Even though she's Jewish, she feels anti-Semitic, but she's not Jewish. Uh, shut up. I'm pretty sure she's not Jewish. Are you? S- I'm googling this as right a, now. As a Jew, I'm pretty sure she's not. The amount actually of the Jewish. amount of Jew jokes and glee that she's made. Yeah. For her not to be Jewish. Exactly. That's actually that's camp. Also, the fact that she threw a hissy fit when she didn't get cast as uh, Maria in West Side Story when she's also just. She's like, this is this is what it is. But then like She's like, this is ruined me. But life. the second this that like someone played a character that was Jewish, she was like, This is me. Is she Jewish? Maybe I'm wrong. I'm Googling it right Maybe now. Maybe I'm making a fool of myself. Maybe I'm just Oh, her father is a Sephardic Jew with ancestors from Greece. Oh. Okay. But she was raised in her mother's Catholic faith. So she's um So she's culturally uh, yeah, she Jewish. Is. But I feel like if you're here's the thing though, if you're raised Catholic, Leah Michelle is born in the Bronx. That's like the she's funniest. She's born in the Bronx. That's the funniest bro. thing ever. She feels so California. She feels so kale smoothie. She feels so NorCal to me. Like she's yeah. from Northern California, like from the woods, and she like comes down to LA and she's like, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna go on Broadway. She goes high. She she goes to like a private high school in Los Angeles area, whatever, and then she goes to Juilliard or somewhere in New York for theater for grad school. Wait, Patrick's She didn't gone. go to school. <gasps> oh my god, accept it. We have a friend calling. We have a friend, we have a friend of the pod. Hello? Carrie. Yeah? <clears throat> Do you have, um, like, extra pillows? I only have two pillows. Like, the, do you have, can I use your Kappa Alpha Theta one? Yeah, sure. It's on the chair. In, it's in between my drawer and my chair on the floor. Also, we're recording our podcast right now, so say hi to the the viewership. Oh, are you guys in your room? Yeah, they're in my room. Just say hi through the phone. Be like, hello. Like right now? Yeah. Yeah. 
Through the phone? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I, I was going to say that we might cut this, but I think we have to keep it now. Yeah, um, hopefully you find the pillow. Good luck. You if you this. can't, just text me. Okay, good luck with the podcast. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We love you. Bye. We're like those SoundCloud rappers who like keep voicemails from their ex-girlfriends. I think the, the female equivalent of the SoundCloud rappers are is girls us. who make podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> us. That's yeah. us. And he's, he's our fucking shitty voicemail <laughs> intro. It's, uh, hey babe, when are you coming home? It's like Frank Ocean's mom it's on the phone. Super, yeah, it's, it's fucking Kanye West's manager, Silver Surfer, Sil- interlude. Interlude. Yeah, that's our fucking Pat McMurray interlude for friend <laughs> of the pod. Um, so, anyways. yeah, that's Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle, fuck Thanksgiving. her. Thanksgiving. It's turkey lucky time. Yeah, um, we're done with this. All right. So we're going to do our th- our last segment of the show, which is the big three. If you don't remember it, sorry, keep up. Um, so today we're going to do with Gossip Girl. And I just thought of this, but another show that has really good Thanksgiving episodes. Oh, yeah. Gossip Girl's great. Wait a minute. The, mm, what you just say? When they all like get up and leave. Oh, that's the first season such one is, a good yeah, scene. The first season Thanksgiving one is good, too. You're right. Actually, maybe Gossip Girls. Just for that one episode. Like, yeah. That one episode, I think, is so quintessential viewing for Thanksgiving. Gossip Girls literally More just important like, than Turkey Lurkey time. Gossip Girls just like everything Riverdale wants to be but can't. Yeah. Because there's heart behind Gossip Girl. Anyways, big three. Mm, is there... It's like it has her. It, she has hey, a heart. She has her moment. You know, people think like you think with your heart and you think with your head. Gossip Girl thinks with its pussy. Like that's literally. <laughs> yeah, that's her heart's in her it. pussy. Like that's she Gossip Girl. She puts her whole million dollar pussy. That's literally it. Gossip Girl. So we're gonna start with Maggie as we always do, and Ooh, I've son. I feel like Blair probably. Blair's no, maybe. No, I think I'm a Blair. Moon and a Serena son. I think that I come off a lot because the moon, right? It's the mask that you show other people, right? So I think I come off a lot more intimidating and stuck up and terrible than I am. Like that, and that's what you were saying. Wait, about so you think Blair is moon? I think she's my moon because people think. Or wait, is, is that it how rising? Pe- no, yeah. So you think Blair's rising. your rising? I think Blair's my rising. I think I'm a Serena sun. Because I think actually deep down I'm... That's your moon. I'm more... Your moon is your deep down self. Like your no. moon is your inner emotions. What's your mask that you... I thought that your rising so your is sun... what you show to people. So... Your sun is like your core character, right? So I think I'm more Serena. Like I think that I'm... Not like the like cringy parts of her, but I think that I'm a bit more... You know what? Wait, I'm literally yawning. Hmm. Like, Maybe my issue actually is just that kind of everyone on Gossip Girl is a terrible person. Your son is the part of your personality that spends the most time in the spotlight. So it's the power of yourself that's that's very your frontal self. I think like when most people... Your rising sign is how people see and perceive you. So I think that's Blair. And then your moon is basically your inner emotions, your Your inner turmoil thoughts. Oh, I think I'm a... Oh, me! I forgot about Dan. <laughs> Dan. But that sucks because not only does he you're end definitely up being a, a Blair rising, like you're a Blair. I'm a Blair rising. rising. I think sure. I might be a. 
think I might be a Dan Moon. I feel like he was very emotional. I get that. And then I do think that I'm a Serena son because I think that like my main perception that other people have of me, which is a good thing, is like, oh, she's like, like all that I can think of. I feel like people don't take me seriously sometimes. And sometimes it's warranted. Sometimes it's not. But when I think of Serena, I think of that scene where Blair is trying to do a photo shoot for her mom's fashion line. And they're like, you're being too tense. You need to lighten up. And Serena's like, just like, ruffle up your hair. Just like, (laughs) la. Like, I think that that's how a lot of people see me, unfortunately. Um, I think that, yeah. I I think that's really embarrassing. Like, I think that my big three for Gossip Girl is embarrassing. But I think that my main rationale is Serena's son. Because people are like, oh, she's like... She's, like, fun. She's, like, a little bit spontaneous. I'd say you're Serena's son. She's, like, dramatic. I'd say you're Serena's son because your son is, like, the part of your personality that, like, you express most frequently and most often. Yeah. And you share a lot of qualities with Serena and that, like, you just want to have fun. You want to have a good time. Yeah, and you I also care just about constantly, people I care about. You also constantly just, like, have shit that you need to fix. And I that's constantly don't want to fix it. Yeah. And, and I constantly very, don't want to do any work. That's very Serena I constantly want to run away from my problems. Because that's the aspect of your personality that yeah. you... I don't know how personality even work. I guess like that shines the most. Yeah, I guess so. And then I you're so. a Blair Rising because how people perceive you is probably very much yeah. Blair. Well, and because like, again, like mask, like I... Like I, I don't know. I feel like I look like Blair even. Not like actually, but like... I feel like there's something very, like, prim about me sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of because, like, the whole thing with rising is that it's, like, it's what it's reflects of how other people see and perceive you. And it's, at first. It, it also determines your energy and your outward personality. Yeah. And I think that I can, I've gotten a lot more laid back since I've gotten depressed and since my gifted kid burner, burnout, gifted kid burnout has kicked in. Yeah. But I think that um, my go-to... Like, people have said that I'm very intimidating at first for some reason. Yeah, because... I think I'm just intense. Yeah, because the way that I view your rising is kind of like the veneer or the mask of what people first see and perceive. Your son is your core self, but it's the self that you are most comfortable or most used to expressing. Yeah. And then your moon is like your inner... Just how you are in And I think that's Dan for me because he's very intuitive very internal yeah i think that's me yeah that's solid what about you me (laughs) i always thought i was like a rufus son i was gonna say rufus i'm a rufus son because i was getting rufus energy he's kind of like he's a plain jane he's there to just try to be a straight arrow that's rufus he's just nice just Plain cut, simple, dry. That's Rufus. Oh, that's me. Can I say a, a hot take? What? I think you might be a Jenny Rising. I agree. I was going to say that. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm getting that from But, you. like, I told... Yeah. And it's even funnier because I totally... You know the character development of Jenny is that, like, she starts off as little J. Like, she's really cute. Yeah, and then she and really shy and meek. And then she just serves cunt by, like, the end of the third season. I feel like that's the literal journey that's of what you, you get so far. to get to know me. Because I feel like when you first meet me, I am very, like, hey, yeah. like, I'm little J. That's your mask. And then 
you kind of get to know my mask a little more and then I uncover the fact that my mask is also cunt Jenny like when she's completely emo and just sabotages everyone and then leaves and then comes (laughs) back like that's Jenny like Jenny rising and then my moon I don't know what I'd say for your moon I did get like Rufus Sun Jenny rising like right off the bat but I don't know my moon. moon I either feel like I low-key feel like I'm a Blair Moon. Because the thing about Blair's character mm, that I've realized is that she that. is a deeply insecure character. And that, yeah, she is. Like, it, you yeah. know, the whole thing about it. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm supposed to air this out, but... It's okay. <laughs> she low-key has, like, you know, issues with her mom. Mommy issues. She, like, argues with her mom, but, like, she loves her at the end of the day and, like, wants her approval. Yeah. I don't want anyone's approval, but, like, I love my mom, and her opinion matters to me a lot. And I've always related to that to Blair. And that's just, like, this inner self. Also, she just constantly loses. Like, she just never... Like, she wanted to go to Yale. <laughs> that was, like, her number one thing. She didn't even get into Yale. She was almost a princess. That's a win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then the guy was an asshole. Yeah, he was a dick. But then... Yeah, I think and she dated. A, then her like life partner was a guy who tried to rape a fourteen-year-old in the first episode. Yeah, Chuck Bass. He's I, literally hot the worst. take. I hate Chuck Bass. Chuck Bass. There's nothing care. redeemable about him. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I do not give a single shit. Everyone who thinks that he's attractive is literally just begging for toxicity and abuse. Like he's yeah, so the most dysfunctional, I hate horrible him. character. I agree, fully. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm a Blair Moon, a Jenny Rising, and a Rufus Sun. Yeah. That is the most random as one characters. Like, it's so funny. But that's yeah, me. But <laughs> I like how I was a bitch and took, like, the main three characters. <laughs> and then you really dug down deep. But I really do identify job. with Rufus, though. Honestly. I've always also thought about maybe Vanessa, but I think Vanessa's so annoying. I hate annoying. Vanessa. I hate her. I was going to say, too, I think I could be a Lily Moon, maybe. But I don't. I don't know that there's enough content to make an argument out of it. I'm getting a gut feeling. Dorota. I just thought about Dorota. Dorota. <laughs> I was thinking of the Gossip Girl characters. I'm like, Both of our big three, it's all Dorota for both of us. Period. Dorota I mean, she's a good character. She's loyal. I love Dorota. You need a Dorota in your life. I'm Dorota's husband. Army. I'm Dorota's baby. Army Hammer was in Gossip Girl too. I completely oh my God. forgot. Why is he everywhere? Sebastian Stan was in Gossip Girl, and when I had COVID, I fully was going brain dead and just in love with him. Carter Bazin. Carter Bazin. Oh my God. That's <sighs> so funny. And then... Yeah. Yeah. That's a good mix. I think that's good. Rufus Sun. Rufus Sun, Jenny Rising, Blair Moon. Serena, your Serena Sun. Yeah. Blair Rising. Rising. Dan Moon. Dan Moon. Yeah. Period. Probably could do more work, but I don't care enough. Uh, yeah, so. sorry. Like, if, like, I... Whatever. <laughs> now I just want to talk about Gossip Girl. What the fuck? Anyways. Yeah, but this part... We can talk about that next time. That's the next episode. Um, um, hopefully you enjoyed this episode with better sound quality. Yeah, I really tried. We put our whole... <laughs> Maggie put her whole body and a half into I literally, this. I covered up the like air conditioning vent in my room with so much duct tape i don't even know if that's legal um i maybe shouldn't be admitting that i i'm taking it down the second that we're done recording because i don't want my room to explode or whatever happens but um 
we really did everything we could mainly because we needed our our dilemma was that we needed to muffle the sound in this room because even though we could have booked out like a soundproof room that would have involved leaving the dorm which we don't do yeah that's gross so (sighs) i fully sit in my room and fantasize that i'm in like london yeah i'm in london england we're in either carrie's room or my room and that's it yeah so anyways that's where we're at right now hopefully you enjoyed and hopefully from this episode you will do better yeah do better we could all do better especially us thank you for listening